How long have you guys been around? You guys been around for a while, right? Power Block. Power Block, 93. Damn, really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know it's been that long. Not as long as Kitty's been around. Yep, pretty much as long as I've been alive. <laughs> oh no, my God, come on, Jay. Oh, man, I feel Gash. super old now. Gash. Welcome to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast. My name is Jason Lindsay. My name is Kitty Truex. Welcome so, back. So, Kitty, if, if, if I say Pablo... Pablo, honey, come to Florida. You don't know what that means? No, I have no idea. So are you familiar with the Jerky Boys? No. You're not? I'm not, no. Dan? 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 I am not, no. Jesus. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so prank callers in the 90s, these two guys, the Jerky Boys. (laughs) Really? Now, think about this. You can't really do it anymore because of the way the phone, you know, everybody's got their phones and cell phones and you just, nobody answers the phone anyway. Right. But back in the day before caller ID... Like you call a restaurant as an example, okay. they they call people at home and they would just prank and record them all, and then the, the funny ones they put on a tape. They actually like prank made gankers. they actually made a movie by the way. They, first of all, they made millions of dollars doing this okay. on these and there was cassette tapes we oh bought, my, oh my, really? and then they they got they they got so popular because of these tapes and probably CDs as well that they made a movie. I'm going to say in like ninety seven eight nine we could look it up. The Jerky Boys. Really? All right. Well, one of their one of their bits was and I I forget all the premise, but he he. Uh, Pablo, Pablo, he's calling an actual person. Okay. And the person stayed on the line, and he's like, "Pablo, come to Florida, come." To, and he's, you know, and it's just this voice. And a few years later, and I don't, I've never asked you if you like this band, um, uh, Glean, uh, uh, Fake Plastic Tree Band, uh, Radiohead. Okay. Are you a Radiohead <laughs> fan? Not a lot. No, not really. Well, they named their, one of their albums Pablo, Pablo Honey. Honey. <laughs> And okay. I, so I'm listening to the album years later, and I'm like, "Why did they?" And I, and, and I, I, and I sure enough looked myself? it up, and they did call. They named it because of that that bit. I know I'm, I'm I'm a sleuth. No, but anyway, that was yeah. But you're familiar with Radiohead, aren't you, Dan? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, pa- yeah. Pablo oh, yeah. Honey. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so you if you <laughs> when you Honey. listen to this podcast when it's when it's out in the ethers for everybody to to consume, as they say, in the future. Then you'll re- that'll re- you'll re- you'll remind remember that. you'll go to the YouTube and go Jerky Boys Pablo Honey and then it'll all be it'll all and ring and true. And I'll go to Florida. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of Florida, our guest isn't from Florida, no. but he's from a pretty California. warm you know like this time of year. We're just happy to t- aren't you just happy to talk to anybody who's not from the. I frozen seriously have the question t- like tell us what it's like in paradise yeah. right now. Well, and 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 they seem to seriously. He's not that he's not the. Not long ago, we had a Hawaiian on. This guy, Daralk, D-A space R-U-L-K. He goes by Daralk. We'll ask him about how that came about. I'm interested. But he lives in Hawaii. To my knowledge. He's probably neighbors with Fabian. Fabian. Fabian, sorry. Petrina. Petrina. That was a great episode, by the way. Go check that one out if you haven't Yeah, that one's available on on YouTube and and, and, and the such. Dan with the YouTube. Boom, shakalaka. Speaking of, we've got a new studio. Yeah. yeah, Dan rocked us with this new studio here. Looking forward to it's it's pretty cool because we don't have uh, nobody. All the magic to nobody's be made. walking by. We're up on the second floor. It's nice. It's cozy. It's uh, in the wintertime. It's a nice nice warm sanctuary. There it is. We're gonna we'll fix the summer problems. Safe space. But, you know, it's it's all good. I like it. I think it was a smart move. I, decision I that I had nothing to do with. I don't know that you did either. It was Dan, smart. was this you or was this uh, the powers that be? The powers that be at Power Block, which is. Uh, a company that you may may or may not have heard of, you should have heard of. I hope so. You've heard of and what the you know, world's you, best adjustable you dumbbell. Can, you can go buy this stuff, you know, in the 
in the stores. They yes, sell them. Like they the do. Dick Sporting Goods. You can find it online, powerlot.com. Well, that's my segue they, is like you oh. can do that. But if you don't want to leave the house because nobody does anymore, and not, not just because of the pandemic, but just because people are now, you don't even have to order. You just order food. Things come to you, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Probably because these things weigh, you know, our dumbbells, it's, that's the whole thing. It's, it's, right. it's strength training. Yes. I don't know that you'll see a drone bring a power block, but you're certainly going to see in the next few years a drone bring, bring a whopper to somebody. It's going to happen. You think so? I'm sure you're it's calling ar- it? Well, I'm sure it's already happened in Dubai, right? It's somewhere whopper they're doing drones. This. Somebody's ate a whopper from a drone, wow. right? Wow. All right. Well. All right. Anyway. So, Duralk, what, what are you excited about? I'm him? really excited about hearing, actually, he created his own fitness program. <clears throat> he works wow. a lot with. You know, functional movement, yeah, flexibility, yeah. strength and conditioning of doing better what you do already every day. And, and what I, right, and we were talking about it. I'm excited because it's functional kind of stuff, right? Yes. And he's a crawler. What, I mean, yes. Uh, you yeah. know, yeah, like yeah. He's, his, one of his things is crawling. Yes. And I don't, have we ever, crawling, ha- crunning. Have we ever had anybody do, like, that does that? Not to my knowledge. No. But we have had on our list of benefit or bullshit, crunning. So I actually want to kind of ask him, do you feel like that is we a, a... We we haven't done it. We haven't done oh. it yet, but I want to start And segueing. what is crunning? Crunning is crawl running. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like bear running or gorilla running or whatever you want to call it. But he says that it's actually an, an extremely important functional movement that we should all learn to become more effective at. Dang. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. So he works a lot with uh, Navy SEALs, law enforcement, firefighters. You know, he helps the real heroes be heroes, as well as... Chris Hemsworth, so superhero style, uh, but he is a master trainer mm. for the Chris Hemsworth mm. subscription service. It, okay, yeah, so fitness. It, oh wow! So a lot of questions for him, you know. Yeah. Related to why he does what he does and how you know. How do you get into it? How you get into it? Absolutely. And why you should be crunning or crawling or bear walking or whatever? All the things. I I, I think this is. I mean, Full I like body, no equipment needed. Strength and well, and that, isn't that cool? Yeah. So y- you get a guy. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We're going to get a guy that's going to tell you how to get fit without having even to buy power blocks. Which, well, he does have power blocks, well, though. Of course he does, because every, <laughs> everybody should. Agreed. So it's gonna let's be, get him on. Yeah, let's do it. We'll, we'll be right back with Darok. You're listening to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast, powered by PowerBlock. After the show, you should check out PowerBlock.com, and you'll find a wide array of adjustable dumbbells and accessories. Along with an insightful blog, trendy apparel, high-quality workout and exercise videos, PowerBlock has everything you need to get your body and mind ready for spring. And now, back to the show. Kitty, we're back. We've got him. We've got the man, the myth, the legend. Probably the coolest, ah! the coolest name uh, that we've ever had. Ah! And, and it's probably even got a story. It's one of those names that's so unusual and cool that it's got to have a story. It's got to. He goes by <laughs> Da Ralk. Did I say that right? D-A-S- yeah, you did, brother. You R-U-L-K. How you doing today? Good, brother. How you doing? Living the dream, man. Nice to meet you, brother. Thanks What's up, guys? How you doing? Now, I, we're living the dream here in Minnesota. It, you know, it, it. Oh, you're in Minnesota. At a balmy, oh, at a balmy 30, but we're kind of 33. Wow. Balmy 33. Yeah, I mean, yesterday was 42, but, you know, it'll Ooh. be zero here pretty soon. It's a little chilly 77 here in Cali. Oh, so, Cal, it's a chilly 77 today. So, they, so you're in California. I thought, I, mm-hmm. I was wondering if it was Hawaii. Is there a Hawaii connection here? We, we yeah, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time growing up in Hawaii. Um, and a lot of my friends and family are still there. Um, but yeah, I definitely have my hearts in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, a lot of spirits what I'm all about, right? Sure. Just good energy, positive energy. And um, yeah, that's about it. Are you, are you about. in LA or where are you at? 
Uh, SoCal, Orange County, Orange County yeah. in uh, in SoCal. So yeah, I love it here. LA is a little congested for me. Orange County is a little more opened up, so yeah. it's a little more. So pretty much what wow. I'm hearing is that you've always lived in paradise. <laughs> pretty much, dude. Yeah. Pretty much, dude. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to brag, but it's been. It's been fortunate. We've been weather-wise. I've been. I just don't do well in cold. I can go in cold for a little while, but yeah, when I've gone to Cincinnati or when I got to like out there, Minnesota, man, I don't know how you guys do it. You have much respect. Mad respect. That's why. Mad respect. Humble, brother. No, we're we're just. We're just <laughs> crazy. We're we not. Know. We're not normal. We need help. We ask ourselves that yeah. too. <laughs> So you have a background in what seems to be kinesiology and biomechanics. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit? That's about why I mean, my, yeah, my whole thing. I mean, that, my background is in kines and, and my focus is biomechanics. I was always fascinated with the way the body moves and the way it operates. Um, but I kind of took it to another level when I started really function, you know, focusing on uh, first responders. Uh, I started looking at, at the time when I first started uh, in the field, of course I worked with athletes and professional athletes, collegiate athletes, et cetera. But I was really fascinated um, with the first responder community, uh, law enforcement. My dad uh, was a, you know, a police officer. And so I grew up around police officers, firemen, et cetera. And, and I would see guys that were just weapons. And I just didn't understand um, when they would go on the job, they said, I just can't perform, right? They just, they were huge or jacked or in great shape, but they just weren't able to perform. So I started to look into kind of how um, movement and sequencing of movements directly correlate to managing the adrenal system and organizing the nervous system. So I got really fascinated with that aspect. And um, that's kind of how it led into my whole like obsession with functional training and, and that side of it. I think now people talk about functional training a lot um, and they do a lot of things like, you know, battle ropes and, and tire flips, et cetera, which are great. They're, they're unconventional, which I would say uh, modalities. And I use them too. They're great. But I really think functional training is the ability to uh, have your body operating at the optimal level, right? For highest level of efficiency. And so in order to do that, you really have to focus on cognition and managing all those energy systems so that your body can perform at the level that it wants to. Energy. You're talking my language, brother. So, <laughs> so Duroc, when if somebody asks you, you know, at a cocktail party or the coffee shop, what, what you do for a living, what, what, what's your response? Uh, I mean, pretty much. I mean, people said, I, I just, I train first responders. It's pretty much my thing. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, um, that'll say, you know, I, I train celebrities, you know, cause I work with, you know, all the Avenger guys, Chris and et cetera. But um, I think my, my passion and is always been with the first responder community, right. With fire, police and spec op guys, and military, uh, ocean safety, all those guys. Cause I, I really feel like, uh, they're elite athletes that have been underserviced and underfocused on for so long. Uh, athletes and always focus on, you know, winning or losing a game. Um, but first responders like life and death, mm -hmm. right? The life and death every single Real time. So, to, yeah, exactly. Right. To keep them safe. And so I just found it insane that there was no one really focusing on trying to help them be the best at what they do. Right. And, uh, when I first came into training, it was all about more aesthetics. There wasn't really even, it was like pre there wasn't really anything related to being functional. It was just how you look, right? If you look great, that means you're, you're in shape. And then people started to realize that there wasn't a direct correlation to that. Um, and so then we started focusing on how do we, how do we get people to that next level? Uh, and, and that's kind of what, what I've been fascinated and continue to be, right? So there's aspects of, you know, prehab, rehab and recovery and prep and all those different things. But um, lately I've been really focused on cognition and ability to, you know, increase the speed of your processing, uh, of information, because that's really the split seconds or what matter for, for everybody. So, wow. So, uh, so you, 
Wow. So not only with yeah, the with the incredible. with the body from a kinesiology functional standpoint, but you work with right. them on, on the brain from you know, mind body. Uh, yeah, I mean I think I, I think if you look at it <clears throat> from and this is what I've always said, I think you know, strength conditioning is extremely important. But I feel like if you were writing a book, it's like the third chapter of the book. Um, the first chapter is sensory processing. It's like when you go into an environment, it's you know, all five senses are taking in information and processing it. Um, your near and far senses, your vestibular system, your perceptive system are all like regulating you. And with that, it just directly correlates to your uh, adrenal system and managing it and uh, organizing your nervous system. And then chapter two is probably your motor planning, which is all the skill-based stuff that you're doing. So if you're doing a job that requires performance and it's not aesthetic-based, uh, whether you're an athlete, um, or whether you're a first responder, there's skills that you practice time and time again. And then and only then in chapter three is when you utilize your strength conditioning that you've built up to execute on those tasks, right? So I think everyone loves to focus on the third chapter. I think it's fascinating, right? It's great. It looks good. makes you feel good. But people are starting to realize that when you go in, um, it's like, I, I think the best way to explain it too is if you have an athlete that in practice, he's amazing. Right. And we've all seen this. And then you go in the game, you just can't perform in the game. You're just like, maybe it's a psychologist you need. And, and sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's just they have not been training their their sensory processing. Right. So they get overloaded. Their wow. system overloaded. And so it's fascinating. And, and so for me, a lot of my foundational uh, training curriculum is all body weight based. And I do that for a variety of different reasons. One of the reasons being that, uh, you know, I don't I believe that if you can't move properly without load there's no need to add load to the equation and secondarily is that i try to take away all of the barriers of training right people are like i don't have the time i don't have the equipment etc and um and that's why the foundational stuff space but that's another reason why i love um what you guys have with the power blocks i use it is it's just so functional it takes up a small footprint uh, it's very versatile and, and uh, you know and that's the whole thing and, and at the end of the day you need to make sure that it's accessible if equipment and training is not accessible you just don't do it so. Well, thanks. We dig you yeah, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> so so let, let's talk about, you know, because we are limited on time and there's so many questions sure. have for you, but so we, we can get you back another time. Let's talk about crawling. What, what you know, because we, Kitty and I, before the, maybe the intro to the, this podcast, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we were so excited about this because like, I don't think we've had anybody on who, we've had some people on that have some, you know, new age type stuff, but, right. and I don't mean to insult it by calling it new age. What the no. hell is crawling? Well, it's, and why is it important? And, I and, and, should, like and should, I be, should I be doing this? <laughs> I, you know, I think crawling is, it's, um, crawling is a foundational movement pattern, right? Uh, if you take a baby, you have to teach people to run. You have to teach people to walk, but you don't have to teach people how to crawl. Uh, and it's just the way that our bodies are developed in this sense of, sorry, my little dude's running around, building our core strength, uh, <laughs> building, our core, uh, building our core strength uh, and um, you know shoulder stability, hip mobility—it's just a great movement, and um, we all can do it. The reason I like it too is a lot of people can't do specific things because you know bad back or bad uh, hips, or you know they're worried about hurting themselves from a muscular standpoint. Crawling—you can crawl slowly; it doesn't matter. You don't have to, it's not about the speed of it; um, it's more about the form, uh, the technique. Um, and, you know, there's a variety of different things that, you know, your, your nervous system gets activated. Um, there's different things that reasons why. And um, for me, a lot of times, because I'm so focused on mental strength and those type of things, that's why, I mean, I used to crawl all the time. It just, it was something you could just do. You don't have to think about it. You just start crawling <laughs> and um, it activates so many different things, but mentally 
um, for me anyways, it was something where, I mean, the farthest crawl I ever did was a, I think did a um, 5K crawl, right? So we did, um, we almost did 10K, but I think we did 5K. 10K was, was pretty rough. Um, but- uh, oh, I'm sorry, you, yeah. crawled, you crawled three miles? Yeah, it's, yeah. And we've done, my trainers, my level two trainers all have to do two mile bear crawl. So they do a two mile bear crawl um, and there's a variety of different things they do, but it's, it's pretty gnarly because it's one of those things where you can do it right? Like if you're running at a certain point, you're like, I can't run anymore. Yeah. You can always crawl. You just, it's hard and it hurts. But I think pushing yourself past those barriers without putting yourself in peril from a standpoint of injuring yourself permanently or, yeah. you know, from a cardiac perspective, et cetera, um, is one of the reasons why I think it's so cool. But, you know, again, I, I've used crawling from the standpoint of just a standalone training modality or I've used it as a compound modality where you lift weights and then add that in. Um, but it's just good. I mean, we have people crawling from, you know, little guys all the way up to people that are in their, you know, eighties, nineties, they can all crawl. So I think, um, yeah, crawling is definitely something I, I would highly recommend for me. Is there, is there a right and or wrong way to do crawling? I mean, right. You've got, that's a great question. I think, I think it's all, it's all predicated on um, the speed of the movement and what you're doing. The If you're moving in a linear fashion, if you're moving laterally, um, the functionality of it is all, is all based upon speed. So if you are um, crawling quickly, then your knees, you're open up your hips a little bit because you need more room to move um, and cover ground. If you are moving, you know, very slowly, uh, like a 50% crawl, um, then you want to focus on form because it's all about tension, right? And making sure that your knee, knee levels are, your hip level is combined with your shoulder level is nice and flat and you're engaging your core. So it's interesting because people just think crawling is crawling, but when you really break it down, it's like, it's almost saying like, hey, walking, jogging, running, all the same thing, really? right? It's not because your gait is different. The gait yeah. is different. So when the same thing with crawling, it's a standalone. So uh, there's a walking type of crawl. There's a jogging type of crawl. And then there's yeah. a sprinting kind of crawl. So those things are all, you know, all based on, you know, from a biomechanical standpoint, just making sure that your body is, is, is in right form. Is there, is there like a online place people can go to to see you give crawling form or do you have any videos of this? Um, I, I, you know, I usually, I mean, I'm, it's so funny because people always tell me like, you know, is this your stuff? I mean, listen, man, crawling is everybody crawls, you know? So it's like, I, I crack up sometimes when I see uh, I trainers that are just like, Hey, he's got my stuff. He's using my stuff. You know, <laughs> just crawling, dude. You know, it's just a crawl. Everyone's I crawling. Feel, I mean, I feel, bro. If you want, like, dude, if you want my, if you want my perspective on it, right. Or like the, my methodology or my, that stuff. There's some stuff. I mean, I've done stuff in the past. I've done stuff um, with Chris, with Hemsworth on, on center, um, I've done stuff with different groups and, and um, you know, I, I've done a lot of that. Just explaining it. People are out there. I know it's out there. There's been a lot of my trainers that have gone through my certification curriculum that, you know, go out there and teach that same thing, which I think is awesome. You know, I just want people to move. I mean, uh, I, I wanted to create a, I wanted to create something that was not so much about, Hey, how do I monetize this? I just want to show people, listen, man, you, you don't have money. It's, you know, you don't have money to go to the gym. It's all right. You know, you still train. I, I don't have a, I don't have any equipment. It's all right. Still train. You got to just reduce the barriers, right? Start the people on their journey because that's the hardest reason why people stop traveling. They can't do things. I need something to do with my kids because not everybody wants to be a Navy SEAL, right? A lot of people just want to move better, be able to hang out, 
with their, you know, their girlfriend, wife, husband, play with their kids, go out, walk. They want to be active, you know, and uh, I think people, the, the fitness industry kind of focuses on that top 10% of people that are just beasts. But the other 90 were like, yeah, that's not us. I just want to look better in my jeans or I want to be able to overwalk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so I think that's the segment that you need to focus on. I mean, a lot of my training curriculum has been edified because of the elite that I've trained and, and I've been fortunate enough to train those, that community. But I love to see just average, you know, like stay at home moms or average guys are just like in accounting and like, you know, they've never, they don't do anything. I love it, dude. It's awesome. It's awesome. So you know, Whatever I can do to support that. The so you've got, I mean, you're tell us tell tell the listeners how you got involved with you know working with famous people. The, the <laughs> like you, brother. Like I'm like, dude, I'm on the show. Like the, I I don't you know it's uh it was interesting. I never that was never my focus. Um, I just love to train, uh, and um, you know I was approached by a variety of different athletes initially. So it came more primarily from the first responder community because. It's kind of interesting um, <clears throat> with athletes. I started training athletes, you know, in that community. And when you start training, of course, the professionals, then if you train the professionals, then the collegiate guys are like, well, he trains the pro. I want to go trade with him. Right. Then the level, it just kept, it kept trickling yeah. down. Right. And so the same thing happens with um, the first responder community, like the spec op guys, SEAL teams, Army Rangers, Marine Raiders, you know, guys from Top Gun. Those are all those guys that use my training curriculum. They're like the all-stars for the first water community. So of course, when that happens, the fire community is like, oh, yeah, I'm down with that. These communities are like, yeah, I'm good. Like, so it's just opening people up and to that opportunity. I think for the standpoint of, you know, I guess celebrities or people with, with high visibility in the public eye, um, you know, I worked with Chris, I've worked with a lot of different uh, celebrities um, that they're just average people, man. You know, for me, a lot of people, there's a lot of trainers out there that will focus on, improving your aesthetics mm -hmm. to help you look like a superhero, right? My job is to help you move like a superhero, which means I'm here to help you be more functionally efficient, um, be more dynamic and move because guys, you've seen guys that are just huge and they look like a superhero, but they move like a robot or, you know, they, that's not going to, that's not going to carry over. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of how it started and, and it just kind of caught on and, there's a lot of timing there. I started working with Chris right around the time of Infinity War and, and Endgame. And, you know, that you remember, if you recall before that, that was where, I mean, that was just, what is it, the biggest movie of all time or whatever, you know? So, um, yeah, it was just good timing. Good timing with that. Awesome. There's a quote that you use that I actually would love to ask you about or yeah. dive into a little bit more. And you actually have a podcast because of it. Oh, yeah. They always, yeah, always can. Can, can. If no can, <laughs> still can. Yeah, that's a Hawaii thing. That's yeah, a Hawaii What does that mean to you, brother? You know, it's interesting because uh, it's uh, a lot of people say, hey, never quit. And that's a double negative, right? Never and quit. Yeah. Uh, and they each other, oh, never quit. Never quit. I must double positive. It's always and can, right? Because I think you may not ever, um, how should I say, you can't control the result in a standpoint of you can't say I'm going to win the race. Can't. You can't even, you know, say I'm going to finish the race. But you can't control I'm going to keep walking or running or I'm going to keep moving forward. And I think that is so, uh, so important for people. And I think it resonates now even more so than anything. When you're faced with adversity in your life, not even outside of just um, physiological challenges or adversity, but it could be mental adversity. It could be 
financial adversity, any of that adversity that you're faced with, um, it's important to have something that you can lean on, um, that you just go, I can, can, you know, you're not, may not succeed. You may not finish, you know, but you're going to can, can do it because I think a lot of us, you know, um, don't want to even start the journey because we're too afraid of, we're not going to achieve the result we want versus just taking the first step and just going to first step leads into the second step, second step leads into the third step, et cetera. So I think that's why those things are so important um, when you're taking it from that perspective. So that's just my thoughts. And the always can podcast. I'm gonna yeah, the always can. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's just, yeah. it's interesting. I, when we first started that, we, um, we're, we're doing that. And then I, you know, I work with Kroger. So I'm fortunate enough to partner with, with, uh, with Kroger, um, uh, which is, you know, largest grocery chain in America. Uh, they're amazing. Um, their, uh, their president and CEOs are, are just great people and good friends and they have supported me. And so, you know, Kroger has like 500,000 plus employees. Um, and so they are serious about their initiative to create the healthiest workforce in America and all these things. So they brought leaned on me to kind of help, you know, do that. And, I have, you know, I started my sub line with them and, yeah. you know, we have 34 SKUs. Yeah, tell us more about that. <laughs> it was good, man. I, I, you know, I, it was just interesting. I had been with them for quite, quite a number of years um, and I've supported them and, and helped them build. They're just a, a real loyal company. Um, but um, yeah, it was just, we, we did that. And then, um, you know, the president of Kroger Health wanted to, you know, partner with me to do my own line. So we did that. And right out of the gate, we just, we continue to grow. And we have about 34 SKUs and, I wanted to create a high quality product that um, was affordable, right? For middle America and for people who just, you know, I think the loudest voices come from the coasts, LA, New York, Miami, but I really think the heartbeat and the needle really is inside middle, middle America, right? Where the people, where people are, where really people, you know, uh, are working, hardworking people that just, you know, are, are value conscious that they want something that's affordable. So I didn't want to make some ridiculously priced thing. I didn't want to make something that was going to be, I wanted something safe for your kids that you could take as well. So, and we created a pretty, you know, extensive product base of 30, 34 SKUs is quite a number of SKUs and we're growing too, which has the new stuff coming out. But, and then also we give <clears throat> a lot of our products, we give uh, 10% of our proceeds right back to the first responder community. Right. So a lot of people look at that and go, um, it's something that all the first responders take who are our community leaders. It's affordable, um, highest quality ingredients, we're all, you know, we have all the certifications and, and uh, we also get back. So it's, if it's a feel good of saying, Hey, listen, the money I'm putting in, we give right back. But talking about the podcast is that we've, I've done a variety of different things for their um, employee base to how to get them moving from the wellness perspective. <clears throat> but now that they always can't podcast initially, was just going to go, we're going to take it public, but I think we're going to be doing that now just with Kroger and, and really for their employee base to because cool. kind of speak to them and have that, that voice, that voice and that interaction with them on a weekly basis. Uh, I think we're doing 52, like one a week, 52, which is crazy, yeah. but um, should be good. You know, it's good. And for me, it's like anything I could do to help support and, um, you know, individuals and people that have supported me. And reducing so. more barriers. Check you out. There you go, yeah. dude. There there you go. Game. That's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, hey, speaking of the middle America and away from sure. the coast, for people that don't know, Kroger is a grocery chain, but you're not going to find it everywhere. Uh, like we don't yeah, it's well, it's I think it's different. It's different. Um, it's different names, right? So they own like you know, King, you know, King, what is it, King Super, Ralph's on the West okay. Coast. All right, oh, okay. so you know, well, that's yeah. where I was going with it. Is could we can yeah. we find your stuff in Minnesota? Yeah, there. Yeah, I think so. I don't know what what is the I don't know what the Kroger is in Minnesota. Well, we got Cub Foods, Hy-Vee, 
Yeah, it. I'm not sure. I'm the worst at it. I, I they no, have like, so many different. Kroger's like, yeah, because when I first, I just went, want people that, that might hear what's Kroger. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you can go like you Kroger literally can go on. You, I think you literally yeah. can go on Kroger, Kroger.com or Vitacost. Do they have the products? But um, but it's just one of those things where yeah, when I first heard of Kroger, I was like, largest grocery. I've never heard of Kroger, largest grocery chain in America. So you realize, I'm like, oh, Ralph's, okay, wow. And then, like, it's yeah. just, they have so many brands, right? I mean, I think they have, like, almost, like, 2,800 stores nationwide. They're the biggest. Wow. So they're the, they're the big boys, right? They're like $144 billion. Yeah, they're, awesome. <laughs> so they're big. But they're good peeps. And uh, they've they've uh, supported me and taken good care of me, their family. So I do the same. And, uh, yeah, definitely check out the products. You'd love it. Um, they're, they're good. I'll try to get some stuff sent out to you guys. So like before we get to trivia, Speaking oh of, no, trivia! Right on. Speaking of food, mm-hmm. so is that is this a typical day for you? Coffee, oatmeal for breakfast, protein. Dude, coffee? pretty much, dude. You know what I've done lately? So, dude. So <clears throat> in the mornings, I, I'm a I'm a 0400 guy. I'm like a, I'm a 0400 guy, right? So I wake up early, and I was you know usually train, do the whole thing. Late, I just got this thing called a plunge. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's like this. It's a it's cold water. Like it's like filtered. It's okay. like a tub cold water filtered and I can control the temp. So I go 39 degrees, right? So I go 39 degrees. And I sit in that thing for 15 minutes, right? In like 39 degree cold water. Shrinkage. <laughs> are, you, are you doing? Your dude, it's pretty cold, dude. My, yeah. The body's not too happy about what's going on. <laughs> but, and then I go from there and I go straight from there. I go into my, my uh, infrared sauna. And then that thing is, wow. I crank that thing up to like 170. It doesn't get to 170. It's like 160 ish. I feel that. Uh, but I sit in there, dude. It's, yeah. it's, dude, it's game changer. So I have my coffee in there. I'm the whole jam, dude. It's, it's awesome. We've taught, we've done an episode of, of we on, do benefit on, or bullshit on, episodes. Well, we've done an episode. Of- <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we've done one on infrared saunas and we've done one. On- I have one too. So. We've done one. You have on- one too. Come on, dude. Yeah, I have one too. It's legit. It's legit. We've done one on cryotherapy, like, you know, the actual. Yeah, I can't do the cryo. I can't hang with the cryo. Well, here's my question: what what is yeah. the what is the uh, science behind this 39 degree thing? Uh, I think there's a variety of different things. I mean, of course, uh, initially, with I mean, this is just my perspective and doing my own research. But I think when I was first doing it, um, there's that issue, of course, people with anti-inflammatory inflammation, right? Anti-inflammatory, which I think is 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 relevant, but. I think for me, it's just the more research is that whole activation of your mitochondria, your mitochondria cellular wise, your mitochondria gets firing uh, because you're in that level. So it's like burning brown fat. It's like that whole level of kind of getting that burning. Um, And then also you have that glucose kick and then you're, so your body's trying to regulate. So anything for me that I do from a sensory perspective is how efficient can you get at adapting? Mm Adaptation is the most important thing, right? How efficient can your body get at adapting to situations, adapting to movement, exercise, and from a thermal adaptation, it's really just adapting to the cold. Because, um, you know, when I first started, you're like, man, you start to get a build a threshold, but neurologically, everything starts firing. Right. So, you know, I guess for me, it was hard. And then I guess into the very bare bones of it, brother, it's like doing something in the morning that you know is going to hurt. It's good for you, but it's going to hurt. And forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do, but you know it's good for you. And it kind of becomes habitual. So in a- every aspect of your life, like, dude, I don't want, all right, I like to do it like that. Let me finish that set. Let me finish that. Let me put down the donut, which is super hard for me, dude. Donuts are my jam. They are like, it is like an obsession. But I, uh, yeah, so it's just, I think it's just good across the board. So, I mean, definitely I'm with you with that whole, like the BS side of it. But I would say, I would say it's legit. I, and I've been doing it every day for like the last three weeks. So I'm like, dude, this is next yeah, level. For you. What's That's your favorite awesome. kind of donut? Oh, dude. The, the closest one to my face is probably the <laughs> 
dude don't go with the answer. Pr- the only thing is i can't have gluten so i it has to be a gluten-free donut and uh there's not as many of those um which is good for that because i would be at every donut shop across across the country but i uh, so there's a couple donut shops here that make uh these amazing gluten-free donuts from but i yeah i i i it's you don't discriminate on the donuts, huh? It is hard, man. It is hard. They're like, oh, man. dude, they, they're like, they're, I'm already eating it by the time they're telling me what's on it. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and why don't you try this? This one we have, and I'm just like, gas station, and they're, yeah, well, they're just donuts. Yeah. So it's, I mean, and that's again to me, man. I mean, I, from the one thing that I, I, I've now gone less. I get only grains. I'm like pretty clean, paleo kind of style, but I feel better. But every once in a while, I got to have my my donut, especially with a coffee. Oh. So you're all about supporting and functionality and you want to support your community. I know you don't do a lot with, you know, your um, children's hospital of Orange County. Yes, yes, yes. Blue. I know you do a lot of the, what was it? The rock pack or something like that with autism. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was, stuff. yeah. Yeah. For me. So I, uh, I work very closely with children's hospital, of Orange County. Um, you know, it's in my community and uh, I sat on the advisory board. I still do for the Thompson autism clinic. Right. So, um, so autism is something very close to my, my heart. And uh, for a variety of reasons, but one of them primarily being that um, it's sensory processing disorder, right? It's your, it's kids and individuals that have difficulty. They're smart. They're, they're brilliant. It's nothing wrong. It's just, they have issues processing sensory information. And so that's kind of my jam anyway. Right. So it, and I started to see that. And, and um, when I went into it, that world pack that I created was in, in conjunction with the Thompson autism center and also with uh, chalk is a lot of these families go into situations and, and uh, you know, to be a parent and not have the resources or the, the money or whatever to help your child is like, it's the worst. It's the worst feeling ever. And um, so there's a lot of people that get put on these waiting lists because there's just a, there's a limited amount of space. So I was like, why don't we create something where we provide these packs, we send them out free out to people on the waiting list and they can work directly you know, over Zoom, and this is pre-pandemic, right? Like, so we'll start where it's like, can we do it over Zoom and stuff? And they can, you know, get, at least the parents can have something where they're helping their kids. Right. Um, and it was just amazing. The, re- the response from that was like ridiculous. And so we we got involved with that. But I just, you know, it's it's all about helping helping people, right? And helping kids and helping whoever I can. And um, it's more you put out, more good energy you put out, the, the better the better you feel, the better things right. go. Positive so on purpose. Better. Yeah. So how can we support you? How can we find you? If I were a listener and I was like this. Oh my gosh, you guys. um, (laughs) I'm not, I'm the worst at social media. I'm not a huge social media person. So I just have Instagram, right? So I was like, ah, Twitter. I'm like, dude, I don't get Twitter. I don't understand Twitter. Uh, And good Lord, I'm never going to be on TikTok. So I I won't be one of those. So I don't, I don't even Facebook. I don't even get that. I, I, Facebook passed me up. I was like back in the MySpace days. And then like, then it was like, (laughs) I was like, so, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, IG probably, uh, just, you know, if you search Rolk, R-U-L-K, there's not a lot of me, not a lot of other Rolks. So you'll probably, you'll, you'll find me. And, the Rolk.com and it goes, follow me. Yeah, the Rolk.com. Yeah, there, that's his page, That's it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't see that. You look at, dude, I'm like, I swear, I'm like the worst at, every, all, all those around me know I'm the worst at technology. Like, if I could send you guys, like, pigeon messages, I would still, like, oh, you'd be like, oh, like. Another message. <laughs> Is that a message from Roll? What did he just say? You're like, still rolling with a flip phone, aren't you? Dude, oh, dude, don't even start. I have the brick. The brick. Ah, you gotta go old school. The Nokia no, no, no. brick. <laughs> Nokia brick, dude. Yeah, dude. Self defense. Self defense. 
Let's play some trivia. Dig it. Let's play some trivia. Are you ready, brother? All right, dude. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. All right. Let's let's get it in. All right, guys. It's time for the fitness inquisition. Oh, good lord, dude. The sound started. No one ever expects the fitness inquisition. Good thing. All right. Okay. Are the questions popping up? What's going on? All right. Here's how it's going to work. I'm going to read off five. Fitness related trivia questions. Oh, good and lord. When I say fitness related, they could be loosely related. Uh, today, okay. they're mostly related. Okay. Um, sure. Mostly. And as I read the question off, we're going to use your name as your buzzer. So if you know the right answer or think. Wait, my right name answer, is my buzzer. So I say Roke. Is yep. that what I say? That's perfect. That's perfect. All right. Just shout out your name and then I'll turn the question over to you, give you the chance <laughs> to get it right. If you get it right, we'll let you know. All right. If wrong, we'll embarrass you. So. Oh, my God. Here we go. Sure. All right, let's do it. Are you guys ready? Ready. All right. Question number one. Extending a joint beyond its normal anatomical position is called what? Hyperextension. Oh, dude. What speed? Six-year-old would have got that. Sorry. You You know why? Because you lectured me. I'm... I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very you guys yell at me for making the questions too hard. It's over now. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'm not waiting. Right on. All right. Question number Jason. Just kidding. <laughs> question. Can I yell out other people's names? Can I just yell out like, if I don't you know yell out, I'm just going to yell Jason. Yeah. Jason for every question. I'll get it wrong and that's fine. There we go. That's the whole game. See, I'm doing it. It's a reverse strategy. I see it's what like you're doing. Defense. Right. Defense. Question. Defense with championships, buddy. Come on. <laughs> question number two. Foods high in saturated fats tend to raise. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Jason. Jason? Uh, cholesterol levels. Come on, Jason. You oh, got it. Yes. yes. That was correct. Well played, sir. Hey. Well played. Appreciate well played, sir. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a half, that should be a half point each. Huh? Now I'll take the full point. <laughs> I'm okay. your agent. I'm your Jerry Maguire of this game, dude. Let's go. Show me the answers. Let's go. Question number three. All physical exercises can be grouped into three different types of exercise Kitty. <laughs> those three times i think that was her voice that sounded just no, like her that was, yeah that was Kitty. Kitty. yeah that was oh, she got punched yeah. in the stomach she was there um isometric oh effenheimer i don't know jason jason what oh. would it be static isometric and i don't know biometric no Rolk. L- less specific less specific get it Derolk. I don't even know. I forgot the question. I don't even know what we're talking about. I, I got, He's I'm focused on, on donuts, dude. Can I just answer donuts to every question? <laughs> That's always right. Krispy Kreme. The answer is dude, donuts. Kreme. Yes. Um, See, the you question guys started, you guys asked me about it now, dude, I'm, you lost me. It's eight. It's called attention deficit disorder. Oh. So all I'm now focused on is donuts. I'm going to go ahead. Okay. Uh, all right. The, the question again is all physical exercise can be grouped into three different types of exercise what are those three types of exercise oh god are we just the movement or exercise in general just exercise in general let me see pretty much Gosh. all physical exercise can be lumped like into cardiovascular is that one you're on to it yeah okay are we doing aerobic anaerobic that's two okay oh that's two oh that's two that's categorized yep anaerobic aerobic Cardiovascular and uh, God, I don't know. What's, right? No, no, 
Flexibility. Would you have accepted stretching? I would have accepted stretching, yes. You would have accepted stretching? Oh, yeah. Dang it. All right. Well, Ralk, you were closest on that one, so I'm going to give you the point. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, brother. I don't feel the advantage. That's what I'm talking about. Give it to me. Your defense is working. All right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stray away from the uh, fitness. Oh God! All right, here we go. Rocky Rocky Horror Picture Show questions. In the movie, remember the Titans? Yeah. What was the name of the high school? Oh shit! Oh God! Nope, it is not. Oh shit! No idea. Did this? The oh, shit, high school. Did they actually use the real high school? They probably did. I think I they did. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Chamberlain High School, Jason. Um, no. Okay. Oh, that is incorrect. Uh, oh. I think it's actually a name of a person. Uh, no, it's not. Oh my gosh, that's a hard one. Rolf, do you have an idea? No. Was it? Was it in Alabama though? Was that where the that was where? Titans. Sounds accurate. The mighty, mighty Titans. What they don't ever say that. Say that? Ah, I don't know. Is Jason Googling it? Is that what you're <laughs> you doing? Are you Googling? Can Google? we Google? I didn't know that we could Google. I should I Google? Sunshine. Yeah. I won't accept your answer anyway, Jason. Right, why <laughs> do you have any guesses? Denzel Washington? Any guesses? Donut oh, High School. By the way, this, this would be, nobody on Jeopardy would get this right. No? Yeah. T.C. Williams. Dude, we're never, we're, 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 High School. Yeah. T.C. Williams. What is it? T.C. Williams High School. Yeah. Oh, dude, I would never would have got that. As you would have Dude, we, were, we, will, we are never going on Family Feud. This is yeah. never happening. We, are, yeah. we will get smoked. Now, I don't know who T.C. Okay. Williams we'll was, but he might have been like the Calhoun guy because they call it Alabama City High School now. So oh, they, so they Calhoun changed it. it. They Calhoun it. All right. Okay. So one more. We got time. This is the final question right here. It's oh, my God. Here we go. Whoever gets this one wins the money pot. So the question is, yep. Robert De Niro Heard of yep. plays which iconic boxer Jason. in Raging Bull? Jason. Jason. Uh, 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 don't, don't uh, hang on. Don't, don't the guy just said Mike Tyson. He said Mike Tyson. He said Mike Tyson. He's wrong. He said Mike Tyson. I heard it. I heard it. He said Tyson. Uh, get him Rocky, off. No, not Rocky. Uh, Buzzer him now. He said Tyson. Uh, J- uh, J- uh, Jam- Jake, yeah, that's Jamala. it. Tyson. Oh, he got it. Got it. He gave me extra time on that. Jake Lamada. Dude, that was the longest five seconds. That was the longest time that you guys didn't know it. Died in Bisbee, Arizona. Jason had to win. Dude, Jason would throw out like five names at the same time. He's like, oh, 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 oh uh, Rick, Sugar Ray Leonard, John, Steve, John, Rick, Tom. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeesh. Hey, now, now I get to reward myself with a donut. Oh, dude, I didn't know we were playing for donuts. It would have been game time. Maybe you showed up. Too bad. Jason showed up. Competition. Rock, it was amazing. Yeah. You guys are great. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are legends. I appreciate it. We would like to get you on again in a few months, ask you some more questions. But in the meantime, we'll send people to uh, to follow DeRoke.com. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like I said, I think DeRoke.com is only like, like you could send like for registering for the, yeah, just go to my IG. That's probably the only thing I, that's the only thing I got. Awesome. Yeah. Just look me up there. Do Thank my you. thing. Thanks for everything awesome you do. Thanks Dude, for you're the best. You guys are legends. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, brother. Have All right, see you guys. Take care. Orange County. See you guys. So that, you know, there was a, I was going to ask him, but it, you know, it would have been only really for me. Shut up. So, anyway. Darulk. But no, but by the point about Darulk, I wanted to ask <laughs> yeah, him. He, yeah, yeah. He was, you know, because he's from Hawaii and, and you know. Island uh, time. Yeah, he just, I, he just seemed like, chill. and I love, and I, by the way, I love the attitude. I just don't 100%. have any. I wish I could get it. Dude. But. 
dude. Yeah, well, dude. I, yeah. yeah, that was really fun conversation. How do you? Not, how do you, I mean, any guy who calls a, any everybody dude, it's got to be a good person. Got to be a great person. He was a great person, and he does a lot for his community. Yeah. I really enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, I love yeah. Darol. He was a he was Darol. a really cool guy. We, and we didn't ask him how the name came, did we? Uh, no, but I think I covered it in the intro. All right. Uh, Portuguese Hulk sounds like yeah. Rulk. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawaii, you say that's demand. Now we're back. We're reverse. That's cool. I yeah. Like that. I re- I re- People think we switched cool. sides. We're switching. All right. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having me. Yeah. You thank for ha- thank you for having me. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Maybe. No. Maybe. No, I'll be here. Yeah. We'll with, talk with bells we'll on, talk. as they say. If you want to support, subscribe, share. Thank you so much for being a part of the Power Block Good questions, Dan. Podcast Dan, awesomeness. Dan, yeah. especially Great the job, last one. Dan. And and check this out. I'm going to do it just so he does it. And do the, it. The next podcast you do see, it. he'll have a camera on Dan. Yes, he will. We'll have a camera on you Dan. Can meet Dan the man. Yeah. It's can, coming. Can. It's coming. Get used to the Broncos hat. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Jason. We'll Peace see you next out. time. Powerblock.com.